Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a wonderful show set up for you for the holidays. Um, before we start, I want to remind you that we have lots of information on our website, letstalkadoption.com, and also you can sign up for a free reminder on the left side of the site, a little button. It says it's uh, free and it's easy, and you can uh, put your email in there, and uh, we'll keep it secure, and we'll send you emails on our new upcoming shows, too, and lots of other information on teleconferences and other events happening. Your questions can come to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. How do you survive the holidays while you're waiting to adopt? Um, that's always hard. And with the holidays quickly coming upon us, uh, this is a program we like to do to really help people that are waiting to be parents, either through infertility or adoption or foster care. Um, also, it'll help people that know um, others that are trying to adopt. You know, three out of five people are touched by adoption. So there are a lot of people that will be gathering for the holiday celebrations that will be trying to get pregnant, uh, trying to adopt, um, or working through some type of infertility issue. So I think this is really important and timely. Um, our guest today is Heather Featherston. She's the Adoptive Family Service Coordinator um, with Lifetime Adoption Center. And welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you, Marty. I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, this is an important topic because um, many of us now for the, you know, the next few months are going to be going to holiday parties and um, having celebrations in our home and families' homes and it brings up a lot of questions, and people sometimes are curious, sometimes they're uh, catty, uh, <laughs> sometimes they're just inquisitive or nosy, and other times they sincerely want to know. So there are a lot of things that happen um, with questions and, and around relatives. Can, can you kind of um, share with some of the questions you've heard? And I'm going to share a couple stories yeah. that I have, too. Well, I think I, I think many of us, you know, when you're in your... In your 20s and your 30s, when you do get together with relatives and friends at, at Thanksgiving or Christmas or other holiday gatherings where, you know, you haven't seen people for a while, certainly before you're married, they all ask you, you know, so when are you going to settle down? When are you going to get married? Mm -hmm. And it seems like no sooner have you done that than they do start asking you, okay, so when are you going to start your family? Right. And I know, I know certainly that it's one of those things that many people who are, um, waiting to adopt or who are trying to get pregnant or who are going through fertility treatments, you know, they don't necessarily anticipate the questions or responses to the questions. And when they come, they sting. They do. And, and also, if there's a lot of people around, it's not yeah. a private conversation. It's usually over a table. Let me give you an example. I know that uh, New Year's, um, I'm in the studio right now, and right across the street is the restaurant we used to go to uh, every New Year's with uh, my grandparents and and my, my parents and family, and then we'd have a long table. And every year, uh, my husband and myself used to make bets on how many insults we get and how many <laughs> stupid <laughs> questions we get from, from family members, and it was really embarrassing. And so we planned ahead of time. We knew to expect some of these questions. And, you know, we'd be asked, you know, why have you guys figured out how to do it and why don't you have kids, and what's the problem? And I would come back with, you know, depending on my mood, you know, something funny like, well, we lost that page of the book, you know, <laughs> please pass the peas. And we found that we had, um, you know, we had code words that when I had enough of it, um, then we knew that we were just going to go ahead and go home or we we're going to go out and have pizza someplace across town because yeah. we just knew that there are times when I had enough, you know, uh, zingers, 
and um, that I couldn't take anymore. And I changed subject, and I think I'm very positive. But, you know, it was very hard because we were struggling with wanting to really be parents also. And, uh, you know, I share also about baby showers. You know, those around the holidays, those are year-round. And I used to have a very hard time about going to baby showers. None of my friends knew that. But I'd go in the the restroom and cry, and then I'd fix my makeup and come back out and, and put a big smile on. But I was really in pain in my heart. I was happy for them. But it was very hard because I wanted to have a child um, so badly and be a mommy. So yeah. I, I, I understand that with our listeners, and I'm hoping that people that are related um, will hear the show today, too, <laughs> and, and take heed and, and realize that there are questions you should not ask. Um, you know, why can't you get pregnant? And real personal questions that sometimes uh, you may think that you have a right to know, but they're just not appropriate. Absolutely. And I, I think, too, Marty, one, one thing that's really important during the holidays as you're, you know, maybe experiencing these feelings, whether or not you can prevent the situation, you know, from, from occurring, is really try to focus on staying positive and, and realize that a, a big part of the season is the hope for the future and hope for, mm-hmm. you know, for building your family. Yes, I think that's important. And I think realizing it will not always be the same. And I've always told people the thing that kept me going is knowing that there was a child out there for me and that God had not forgotten about me. Absolutely. And I think that we talk about, you know, Nehemiah 810 talks about the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I think that that was, that's really important. I want to share a few things, Heather, that, you know, you have two options when people ask you a question. You can either educate them or you can change the subject. Mm-hmm. And, um, but here are some things I think t- on that vein of staying positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think relying on God and know that God has a plan. You know, he has not put you in this situation because he wants to punish you. Um, you're there for a reason. And I, I hear more people over the 20 years I've been helping with adoptions that say, you know what, I heard that at the very beginning, but now that I have my child in my arms and my family, I am so glad we waited and the timing was perfect. Because it's God's timing. Yes. And that might be before Christmas or after Christmas or Hanukkah or Thanksgiving or New Year's. But it's it's the timing is all in his hands. And you don't want to try to push a square peg into a round hole and make something happen that's going to fall apart in the end and you're going to be worse off. Right. And and also, you know, a big part of God's timing, too, is the child he has for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if your child isn't due till February, you know, expecting it in December or or, you know, really feeling like you're, you know, it, it, it just, it's not your time yet. And I think what happens is it puts undue stress upon um, couples, you know, and families. And um, I think families that have children already, too, and maybe there's secondary infertility or they want to adopt another child, um, remember those children because they're the ones that really you need to focus on. But it's a time, Heather, when people are, you know, every ad that comes out, every newspaper has pictures of happy little children in sweet little red outfits and it's very hard for people uh, to see that day in and day out and um, I know when I used to shop um, I had a difficult time even going into or near uh, a, a baby store because I was feeling such a void and so, so really it was the seasons too that affected your yes and I had seasonal depression and uh, you know a lot of people don't think that is anything really big but I'll tell you uh, it was and after I ended up becoming a parent and adopting uh, much of that lifted so I can encourage people that you know that is real and to really be uh, gracious with each other you know husbands be gracious with your wife they're going through a difficult time bring her home you know a little plant or a card uh, you know sweet cards can go a long way mm-hmm. to make things better sometimes and I encourage people to rely on God refuse to give up and um, you know talk about uh, we talk also about um, 
the stress of going through the holidays at times can really get you fatigued. You know, yeah. it's it's usually gloomy, it's it's snowy or rainy, and we can get very fatigued. Um, and then also, we feel like a failure many times. You know, everyone else has children. Some people that you'll be around will just look at each other and become pregnant. And that's uh, very frustrating for, for people that we've gone through infertility. Um, I've lost seven pregnancies, so I understand that. You know, um, I've lost two of them right either on Mother's Day or the week before Mother's Day. And, um, you know, that was a sense of failure for me, and I was frustrated. And that's another one. So you have fatigue and failure and frustration that you have to overcome because they will just wear you out and you'll miss the holidays. And this is a time also that people uh, a lot of times will have a lot of fear. You know, um, they feel like um, the fear of of not ever adopting and it not happening. And so that's why you want to be around, as you mentioned, Heather, positive people, support groups, um, either online if they're positive. If it's just people griping, then no. Um, Support groups maybe through your church or community. Um, that have ha- other people going through adoption. Right. Um, other things you have recommended, Heather, to your clients? You know, I, something I strongly recommend is similar to what you just mentioned in terms of being around other people, but actually more in a, a, a volunteer. You know, this is a time of year when there's so many volunteer opportunities to <laughs> help people who are less fortunate than we are. Right. Um, I mean, really, there's there's just an endless variety and many times it's really helped people to kind of get out of their own problems, to get mm-hmm. out of their own focus on what they don't have, mm-hmm. and take the opportunity to help someone else get something that they really need. Mm-hmm. And I know you talked to people about grieving, taking the time to grieve the loss of a child or infertility during that time, mm-hmm. and, uh, and even focus on the children you have or focus on helping other people. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's really important. So I think that's a good advice, too. Communication through spouses. I know that you talk to a lot of the families, and that can be a real challenge when there's stress, especially around the holidays. Especially if, if um, usually it comes with the, the, the husband. He doesn't necessarily understand all the feelings that the wife may have because mm-hmm. it's not just grieving a loss of a pregnancy or grieving the loss that they're not going to be able to be pregnant. You know, it's it's more, you know, the the wife usually is realizing that, okay, yes, they can adopt, but she's never going to have the opportunity to, to experience pregnancy and mm-hmm. experience birth. Yeah. And that can be a whole other level of, of grief that she may be going through. Right. And I, and I think, too, and some husbands, the grieving not having a biological child puts pressures on the wife. Right. And that can be hard during this time of the year, too. So I suggest, too, and I know you have, Heather, too, is that we, you know, we suggest people uh, seek out counseling. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, counselors have to have counselors too, uh, to keep their license. And I think it's very important if you're feeling uh, extra undue and you feel unnecessary Mm -hmm. uh, stress right now and depression um, or fear, that you take some time to speak to someone that understands adoption and loss and uh, find a good counselor you can speak to um, and completely share your feelings with. And for men, that can be hard, but it can be very healing and and help understand where your spouse is coming from too. One other thing I suggest too, Marty, um, because you're going to you're not going to have the opportunity later, but get away together, mm-hmm. you know, just the two of you. There's no obligation to attend every family event that, that there is, but, you know, this is also a good time, especially between Thanksgiving and and Christmas. It can be a good time for getting away for a weekend. And you know what? This is something, too, Heather, that I, um, I share with a lot of my families, that when we knew we were going to adopt and we really believed it, 
uh, we decided to go to Disneyland. We had no children. It was my husband and myself. And we just decided this was a good time to go and because we knew that next year probably we would have a small child mm -hmm. and not be able to go on the rides we wanted to go on. So take that opportunity to finish a project you have at home if it's scrapbooking or remodeling part of the house. And keep yourself busy, too, and doing things that you know you're not going to have time for. And some of that is, if you can and it doesn't depress you, look at the glass. You know, you have to see how you look at your glass half full or half empty. But, you know, reading parenting books because you're not going to have time at no. 3 in the morning um, <laughs> later on if, if a child has symptoms. And so I found that this time was I took the time to actually read some parenting books. And then just be very thankful, taking time to actually be thankful Yes. for what we have, that we live in this wonderful country. And I know we have people listening from different countries. We have about 25 countries, 27 countries that listen to Let's Talk Adoption across the world. But thankful for the things that you have in your own home, in your own family. Yes. And just remember that, you know, that this is a wonderful time and that soon things will be changing if you don't give up. Um, I think don't be afraid. Um, you know, I think, too, we, you talk about here, Heather, about moving forward. Share I a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, families need to to move forward, continue to live life. Don't don't stop everything. And and as you're moving forward, do it with the, the knowledge that you know what, if God's leading you to be a parent, he's gonna provide the opportunity for you. And the right timing. That's Absolutely. Right. And you know, don't don't live your life under a series of, well, I'm, I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid to, to try. I'm too afraid to hope. Yeah. Plan for it. Yeah. You know, God is faithful. And yeah. and if if this is the path he's leading you on, he's going he's gonna to fulfill your hopes and your dreams. Yeah. I think that's really important. Well, Heather, we're going to take a real quick break here. And we come back, um, we'll share more about how to survive the holidays while waiting and uh, more information that can help people that are going to be attending these events with people that are trying to have a child uh, um, through adoption, infertility, or any other way, foster care. So this will help, and we'll be right back after this quick break. All children deserve a home, and Lifetime Adoption wants to help those children find a home. If you're starting to explore adoption, Lifetime can help you learn more and find the resources you need. Lifetime has been committed to supporting birth families and helping children for nearly 20 years. They offer guidance and encouragement during and after your pregnancy. At Lifetime, open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, choose how much contact you want, and choose how you want the adoption to happen. The choice is up to you. Lifetime is known for their caring and genuine concern for the birth mother's well-being before and after adoption. They're able to provide adoption services to prospective adoptive families and birth parents from all over the nation. And Lifetime provides you with a 24-hour hotline for support and guidance. To find out more information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com. Give the gift of your home to a deserving child. Call 800-923-6784. Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. And if you just joined the program, we're talking today with Heather Featherston about how to survive the holidays while waiting to adopt or just waiting, you know, for a child, uh, either through foster care or even infertility. 
Um, so before we continue, though, I would like to uh, remind you we've got a lot of information on our website, letstalkadoption.com, and some of the other sites you'd like to visit would be openadoption.com and, um, and lifetimeadoptionofcourse.com. You can find lots of resources on those sites. Also, my book site, adoptingonline.com, is a book I wrote for Hopeful Adoptive Parents. It has uh, 1,200 helpful sites. Uh, it's a resource guide, and you can find it on the website at adoptingonline.com and save $10 off your purchase now. It's a great gift to give to someone for Christmas time, and it has a money-back guarantee. So you get $10 off, money-back guarantee. You can't miss out. If you'd like to order it and have it shipped to you, we can do that. You can order it through the publisher at one 877 Four three two six seven eight five. That's one eight seven seven four three two six seven eight five, and you can order it now too. So Heather, before we left for break, we were talking a little bit about you know how to get through the holidays and taking time to really reflect, um, remembering what's important, moving forward, not to be afraid. Um, you know, um, what other tips do you give families when you're working with them? Because we talked about communication, how important that is. And getting through the grieving loss of a child, what else do you recommend? You know, I think really taking the holidays and the um, some of the gatherings we have and using them as an opportunity to network about adoption, really to to share with people, you know, a few things. First, that adoption still exists. You know, many people aren't aware, especially young women may not be aware because you hear, you know, you hear about abortion, you hear about parenting. You don't hear so much about adoption as a choice anymore. Mm-hmm. But also just carrying things with you, like um, like business cards that say we're adopting. I know, Marty, those are something you made up when you were adopting. Mm-hmm. Right. I put them in our bills. We put them in our greeting cards. And, uh, you know, you have a resource uh, which is uh, that you have suggested to families. What's that resource it's, that we can? It's vistaprint.com. They have very affordable printing, and it's very easy for people to do. They have templates that you can design your own little adoption cards and um it's just it's it's very simple and very affordable so vistaprint.com i this is what i suggest people do is that they always carry you know their portfolios if you have a dear birth mom letter Mm -hmm. under plastic in your car in your purse in your briefcase at work and hand them out to friends and family and uh if you do a holiday newsletter heather you've had people that have included that right yeah well i've had what i've had is i have um a couple who both of their mothers did extensive Christmas cards mm-hmm. and, um, and a, you know, a family newsletter, everything. They put a P.S. on their newsletter that just said, you know, by the way, our daughter Susan, her husband Tom are hoping to adopt. If, you know, if you'd like to learn more about this, you know, visit the website. And they put their adoption professional's website that had, you know, a page about them on it. And it just, I mean, you think if each of those mothers sent out 100 mm-hmm. cards, that's 200 cards that say it went to, you know, a family of, of two to four people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that with no effort now know that Tom and Susan are adopting. Right, and I've actually had people call me because of the cards I sent right. out to at medical offices. You know, your PG&E bill or whatever utility bill is that you pay, um, any place you go, I actually leave them with, a, you know, when I'm going to a restaurant, mm-hmm. leave them with a good tip. You don't want to leave a cheap tip, but leave a good tip with that. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do. Also, um, as you mentioned, there's a good time to volunteer. There's a great opportunity for photographs. Absolutely. You know, uh, take photographs, uh, carry your camera everywhere, uh, because you're going to get some photographs you can't get later on, and you want to have a nice selection. Um, well, it, and what I tell families about photographs, Marty, is that now is the perfect time of year to have other people take photos of the two of you. Right. Because exactly. usually you don't have a third person to walk around and, and hold 
cameras of uh, you and your husband taking, you know, doing things together. Right. And if you're single, it's a great time for family to get together with family, family and friends so you don't look like you're lonely on your own. Absolutely. That's so important. I want to share also, there's one thing that we, if people are interested, we have some denim shirts. I know we have lifetime of denim shirts. We also have Let's Talk Adoption uh, shirts that um, are coming up available soon. If people are interested, that really gets people talking. It'll have it uh, the logo um, from Let's Talk Adoption. It has the website on the back of the shirt. And um, I know that people stop and talk and say, well, let's talk about adoption. And since three out of five people are touched, uh, a lot of people want to find out about it. And that might get started if you're at a baseball game or shopping or in the airport, making people really stop. So if you're interested, let us know at info at letstalkadoption.com uh, about that in your interest, and we can give you some information on it, too. As we wrap up, too, I know that, Heather, I've got a few more questions, too. You talk to your clients about New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what you tell them about, about uh, recommitting you know, it is it is a really good time to, you know, first off, recommit yourself to to um, seeking God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, and and letting Him guide you through your adoption process. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a good piece of advice I give families I work with is, you know, be sure you're all prayed up before you have someone call you with a situation. Right. Because there's many times in adoption where things may move quickly, mm-hmm. and you may not have an hour to consider something. You may have right. five minutes. Well, yeah, and that's and, and they need to decide. And, you know, that's another thing I want to put in a little plug for you, Heather, because right now that you're very low in Christian families. We are. We're, we're very low in Christian families, especially Christian families that have no children or only one child. Under 42 or 45. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a good time. Let me just share a little more about that, Marty, because... It seems like many people do make New Year's resolutions that, mm-hmm. okay, you know, 2007, that's going to be the year that I pursue adoption. Mm-hmm. In January, February, March, we are flooded with families. Mm-hmm. This time of year, people are more focused on the holidays. We get a lot of pregnancies, and we're families are getting matched up left and right. Absolutely. Give the phone number out where people can contact oh, you. Sure, together. if they'd like to call, they can speak with me or any anyone here on our staff. Um, the number is 530 432 Seven three seven three, and we do work nationwide with families. Okay, that's good um, the, so, for people to share that. And yeah. and I know you're in the office quite often too. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we would talk about too is that I know that you guys will give uh, the the girls there will give out home study information mm-hmm. and getting your home prepared and lots of materials too. If you're already, uh, we've got just a minute, but if we're already matched with a birth mom, talk about gifts for your birth mother. You know, definitely, before anyone should give a, a gift to their birth mother, they need to check with an attorney. Mm-hmm. But Christmas is a good time to remember birth mothers, even if you've already adopted or if you're matched with a birth mother. Yes. You know, because usually these women, um, you know, they they have a lot of needs in their life. And they, they love being thought of. Absolutely. They don't have much in the way of... I'll say luxuries, but, it, you know, they're not even things that probably you and I would consider luxuries. Yeah, some some have more and some have less, but yeah. it's, it's always nice, no matter what they have, to let them know that you haven't forgotten about them. Well, because we all like to be remembered. That's right. I think so. And I and I think that the people should take that plan right now early and plan on doing some stuff for your birth mother, too. Absolutely. Heather, any other uh, quick little brief? We've got one minute left. <laughs> they're giving me a little signal here, but any other brief messages you want to share with anybody out there that, that are trying to get through the holidays? You know what? I just say stay positive. And if you if you haven't taken the first step towards learning about adoption, definitely take the first step because, you know, waiting for it, it's, it's not going to happen unless, you know, unless we all 
um, you know, make a decision that 2007, you know what, that's going to be the year that, that I find the child God has meant for me. Right. And they can find out more about the children available right now. Yeah, um, on our website. Go ahead um, and give that website They can up. go to lifetimeadoption.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of information for families considering adoption, including a very extensive frequently asked questions section. And your African American program, uh, or I should say site, is which one's that? Um, that is AfricanAmericanAdoptionsOnline.com. Online.com. Okay, good. Well, thank you, Heather, for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Marty. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And everyone out there, have a wonderful holiday. Uh, We love you. We're so glad you're our listeners. And uh, please stay in touch with us at info at letstalkadoption.com. Until next week, this is Marty Cald with Lifetime Adoption and Let's Talk Adoption. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.